Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. It is week two of the quarantine here in New York. Um, me and Pete are once again separated, which, frankly, I think we both prefer it. Yeah, I think it kind of worked out. It kind of you know? worked out. <laughs> a blessing suspicious. in disguise. Yeah, I'm a little, little suspicious of where you were well, on you December know what? 14th. You should be, because I wear flip-flops all around the city. <laughs> yeah, you do. There's, but there's you have a vomit literally... bowl. You keep a vomit bowl in your home. So, you know, the, the, we'll have to the ask world, the viewers, who's more disgusting? The World Health Organization came out and said the number one cause for the spread was people wearing flip-flops. Was where people wearing flip-flops in the subway. Yeah. They said it was absolutely disgusting. Well, you know what? I was listening to Fox News, and they said vomit bowls. Oh. Who are you going to believe? Good call. Well, you know I believe Hannity all the way. <laughs> so this week, um, I, I asked for your the listeners' corona stories, um, of which I think everybody has one or another. Some some are pretty serious. Some are based around um, homeschooling and the nightmare that that is. Um, actually, day two of homeschooling for me today. Remote classroom went okay. Glad okay, day one. Day one did no, not day one was go not well. Um, day one, I woke up. I was woken up at five, and it was just downhill from there. Yeah. Um, day two, a little bit better. We did um, phys ed outside in our little yard. Oh wow! Um, I'm feeling the effects of, of that. Did some okay. um, some squats. Okay. To show my my fourth grader how squats work, and I regret doing did, that. Did you have to actually go outside, or did you stand on the inside yelling at him, telling him what? No, to do? I usually I yell at him when we're both in the same place. So when oh. we were both outside, there was a lot of yelling, and then when we were I both see. inside, there was a lot of yelling. Okay. I yeah. try you to pick make up the yelling. yelling. I like yeah. it up close and personal. Yeah. It's more effective. Yeah. It makes him hate me more. That <laughs> right. Right. Um, so today went okay. You know, again, I was just, it's a, basically every day is a countdown till like five, five thirty when I can have a beer and right. calm down. I know you're still doing dry spring. Yeah. 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 I just figured like I'd wait for some kind of global pandemic to really yeah. cut out the alcohol. You know what I mean? So it's a, literally the dumb, I mean, look, it's the dumbest decision you've ever made and, and you've made a, your fair share. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, this isn't my first pandemic. This isn't your first pandemic either. I don't know if you remember, but um, remember when you caught Bieber fever? Um, that <laughs> Bieber really, fever, yeah. That really well, swept look, the globe. And uh, can I, I be you, honest? Were sick. you were pretty sick for days. Can you I be honest? dancing and moving, and your body was, like, flowing. I remember He that. has one that's like St. Vitus dance. He has one song that I like. I think maybe it's called Sorry or something. Is it my, the one my, where it's... Like I don't think my mom never liked you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and she likes yeah, yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I think that what's the other one? Desperado or something? What's it called? Well, you, you're still recovering. Obviously, it's still in your system, <laughs> yeah, well, and uh, you've passed it, it on. Can stay, it can yeah. stay airborne for yeah. um, years. Yeah, yeah. clearly. Yep. It's in your um, so yeah, yeah, so so tonight's episode, um, we're going to be talking about coronavirus. We got a lot of stories from people, um, and I have a story of my own to share a little bit. Um, but uh, we want to reassure everyone this is not going to become, you know, the dad and coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Um, I'm sure as it stays in the news, we'll have some stuff to talk about, but we're going to shift gears after this week and, and get back to um, just trashing parenting yeah. as if it were normal times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we want to bring back that normalcy and, uh, and really just make sure that we're accounting for all the misgrievances that have happened to us during our weekly lives. Exactly, with or without the the coronavirus we don't need no stinking pandemic to complain <laughs> we, sure, we, we sure don't we were doing we just sure fine before yeah so um as always before we get into um your comments and our you know whatever it is we do yeah i'm not really sure 
Um, we're going to talk about some of the ways you can support us. Obviously, you can subscribe, um, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. We could use more five-star ratings on iTunes. We're getting closer to um, 200, which we was supposed that. to be me clarinet. playing the clarinet, but I don't have the clarinet um, in my possession. Okay. So we'll see what we can do. Maybe people can give us some suggestions for what I should, uh, how I should debase myself um, when we hit 200 reviews. Um, and you can watch us on YouTube and leave comments in individual episodes, um, or you can you can throw us a little bit of dough on Patreon or Anchor. Um, and I'm going to run through the uh, wonderful people who do that already. Um, for on Anchor, we have Ryan Miller and MS Babayan. Uh, for the single dad tier on. Uh, Patreon, we got Check Your Kids at the Door, Chris Coleman, M. Cedeno, 1980, Mallory McKenzie, Miriam, and Tina Davis. The Dad Bod tier, Lindsay Woodruff, Andrea Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill Domica, Dana Bosday, Jacques Govar, and Morning Glow. The Father Figure tier, Wes Clark, Jennifer Wynn, my old friend Julie McCarthy, and Paula Polsky, who must just be bereft without yeah. the CFL. There's I don't no. even know. Again, we talked about this last week. I have no idea when that season is. I assume, I assume it's the fall. So maybe yeah. he'll be okay. Yeah. Um, and then the world's greatest dad tier, the very generous Mary Williams and Julie Burton. Thank you guys very much. You can yeah. go there and you can uh, you can throw us some money if you want, or you can just throw us a five-star rating on iTunes, or just subscribe and listen and, and let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, you guys have been very open and honest, both with your feedback and with your corona stories. Um, some of these are pretty rough, um, and a lot of these are actually pretty pretty funny, which I think is I think it, it's what it's like. Yeah. On a daily basis. Like, yeah, you go we, to the news and you see something freaky and then, you know, your kid shits in his pants. You know, even though he's yeah. been potty trained, he shits in his pants three times yeah. in a row. He can't help yeah. but laugh. Because you know me. I'm laid back. I was just laughing. There was no yelling. <laughs> yeah. just there was no, you're humiliating yourself. Yeah. You, like you, you, you do a, a great job. And, and you're our, you're, you're really our, uh, you're a lighthouse in the, in the storm. Like, Look to me. I'm a beacon of hope. Yeah. All right, All right, we'll get into our, uh, our, our Corona stories right after this. Right after this, see ya. All right, so we are back and we are talking about coronavirus. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's been a little, I don't know what news outlet you watch, but the ones I've been watching, it is all over the place. How about you? Yeah, I, you know, I heard of it um, like three days ago. I yeah. just sort of came to, yeah. You got yeah, back yeah. from spring break and you were like, oh, coronavirus. You, you know, what's funny is um, people talk about staycations. Well, mine, my, my sort of dream is to be in my, in my apartment with all, all of us, all five of us in our apartment for a long period of time. You're in and so no media, just us, just really kind of... No media. Yeah. Like, just, like just, olden times. Yeah, like olden times. Just simply airing grievances left and right. And, uh, so, you know, so I came, I turned on the, uh, you know, went, start serving the internet, and there it is. Corona. Can you imagine... Can you imagine if, like, tomorrow, like, the internet went down? Oh, that would be bad. That would be good. would do? <laughs> that would be good. That would, that be, would be good. Unbelievable. No. No, um, so, be fortunately, a- fortunately, that isn't one of the stories that anybody is talking about. Nobody is talking about having lost power or anything like that. Um, but people have other struggles. So, I don't know. So, this week, um, Mama Barry shared a little bit about the fact that she has been uh, virtually diagnosed by her doctor with uh, coronavirus, not 
she couldn't get a test, which was part of the saga, right? So almost about almost about two weeks ago now, she started having symptoms, and then immediately you think, oh, my God, is this coronavirus? And she is at higher risk because she has – not only does she have multiple sclerosis, she is take, – she takes a drug. Every six months, she gets an infusion of a drug that suppresses her immune system. So immediately, like, we were on high alert being like, all right. And so that's one of the reasons we were nervous when they hadn't canceled school yet. Right. Because kids get – Kids can get it, right, or carry it, and they get everything. And every time somebody brings a cold home, my wife gets it. Um, so for a while, you know, especially the first week, it was pretty harrowing and scary. Is this going to get worse and worse and worse? Seems like it's stabilized. Um, she's been kind of status quo for a while, and the doctor said if she stays status quo and doesn't get any new symptoms, you know, in a couple of days, she'll probably be clear to come out of her self-isolation and help me homeschool these damn kids because – yeah. Man, and it's not my strong point. What's really weird? What's really weird is you. I believe you said you you heard her like with the music on pumping in your room, and you when you open the door, you're like, hey, "What are you doing?" And then she's like, "Nothing, self isolating." And she slammed the door. I went out another, back. She's like, another, and then she said, "Another three weeks." I went out yeah. back, and there was like a rope ladder out the window, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "I don't know." I, I mean, I can't go in the bedroom to see if she's still in there, but hopefully, she's not down in Daytona Beach because that would be a bad idea. Right. Um. But for us, so what's funny is a lot of people complain are complaining and, and looking for me to complain about um, homeschooling and being home with the kids and is it driving you crazy yet? And for me, it was like, that's like the least of my problems. Like that shit is annoying. Right. But with the fact that like somebody, you know, has been diagnosed with this thing is in my house and it's my wife, yeah. like that was a million times more stressful and still is than like the nerve wracking nature of being stuck inside with my kids for weeks on end. Right. Thankfully, in a couple of days, hopefully my wife is, is free and clear and I can just go back to, to just bitching and being angry about my children, yeah. which I think, well, it's going to do wonders for the podcast and my Instagram account. Totally. Like, all fingers, really matters. fingers crossed. So exactly. you can really get back to those memes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Things that are really important. We'll see where um, we are in a week, both in my house and uh, in the country and in the world at large. But hopefully things will uh, things will improve. Hopefully by the time people listen to this on Thursday when it comes out, you know. Yeah. I'll have some uh, some news. So watch my Instagram. Watch my wife's Instagram. She's mom and buried. If you couldn't figure that out, um, and watch Pete's Instagram. Oh no, no, yeah, no, don't do that. Don't Very just, just imagine. Person. Just 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 imagine what it would be like. Um, oh, it would be God, awful. No. But um, no, my my actually my kids are. You know, it's tough. It's been tough, kind of dealing with um, with this. I think you know, talking with them. Um, you know. My five-year-old, they, they don't quite understand. Like, how do you talk about social distancing? I mean, I've, I've yeah, sat yeah, yeah. them down. I've, I've, I've tried to be as plain as possible without kind of overemphasizing uh, it and just told them, look, social distancing means you have to stay six feet away from me. Do you understand? Six yeah. feet away from me. <laughs> Not only You're through the pandemic. damn close. you got to be away from me. And they just don't get it. They don't, they, you know what? These kids, they, they're not very good. They're, they're like not, leeches. Yeah. They cling to you. As they're, as they're just, they're all just constantly yeah. all over you. And you're doing, you know, like now everyone in the world who works at home and taking calls is that, uh, reminds me of the guy on the BBC interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy with the tie and his, his son comes in and he's yeah. like trying to push him away. That's and his wife like charges four. in to try to get the <laughs> yeah. baby out. Yeah, it's classic yeah, that's, stuff. Except for the, in this, in my case, it's my wife who comes in going, where, you know, what's yeah. our Zern login? And your and kid like, tries to know. pull pull her out <laughs> yeah exactly. that would be pretty good you should recreate that if you had a social media account it would go viral but you don't nah, because you know what good. you've got no forethought you're not capitalizing on the pandemic 
on the on the virality of social media. Exactly. Um, right, what do we got? So, well, I asked people. I said, "Look, let me hear your Corona stories. Whether it's about um, you've been sick, or you know somebody who's sick, or just the social distancing, or being at home with your kids." And uh, I got a wide range of responses. So we're going to talk about some. So All the right. decent mother says. And I can't imagine this scenario, but the decent mother seems to be making light of it. She says, I'm a week past my due date and would like everyone to feel sorry for me. Oh my you know God. what? I, I do feel sorry for her, but not as sorry as I'll feel when she has a newborn because that sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting. This, this is an interesting comment. My, uh, we have a neighbor who's due very soon. Like in your and- building? Yeah, and she just said that New York City, um, there's only, and I think there's another comment, but there's only one person can be in the delivery room at any time. Oh no, no, so no. somebody done. says that, yeah. But 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 this the, that that was like a week ago, I think, or a few days ago, because in this case, it can only be the doctor and the mom. Oh no. Yeah, it can't be. There can't be. So anyone. no moral support from the husband who's in the is he in the waiting room with like a cigar, or is he at home like watching Netflix? I think he's playing basketball. I think yeah. that's, the, that's the appropriate thing to do in this case. Um, in my case, I was on music because we had a doula. So uh-huh. I, did, I, was put on, I was put in charge of music. And so when my I, second son, when the hammer was born, I had my playlist going. And um, as she was in labor, right when he was being born, You Don't Know How It Feels by Tom Petty came on. Oh, uh, that's good. You know what? Because I didn't know how it felt. I was having a good time. My Live middle... Tweeting. Uh, my middle kid, the dude, came out to uh, Back in Black, ACDC. Literally. That's pretty cool. It actually was really cool, and uh, it was a huge thunderstorm outside. We uh, had a tornado. Uh, yeah, but ours, ours, was, a, tornado ours was a Category 5 hurricane. Okay. And, yeah, well, yeah. I had an earthquake. I had an earthquake. It was like a 10 on the Richter. Okay. All right. All right. All right what else we got? So we got uh, Casey Horrell says that she's so she has um, given birth and she's dealing with postpartum anxiety oh. syndrome during Corona, which, oh, you know, the anxiety around this thing. Anytime you get a scratchy throat or oh, yeah. you, you cough because you have something stuck in your throat or anything, everybody immediately is like, I have this thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. And like and as my wife has kind of been dealing with it, a lot of that is like anybody who's like self-quarantine, all they're doing is, is reading all these horror stories nonstop. Yeah. And it's impossible to avoid. And God forbid you do get sick. You are a little sick. You can't help but be like, look, tracking the symptoms. How long is this going to last? And right. what's going to happen next? Um, it sucks. So I can't imagine dealing with postpartum at the same time. Yeah. Hang um, in there, Casey Hornell. Yeah. Hornell. So Rachel, Rachel MJP, now this is pretty unique. She's in New Zealand, and she, and she said that her ex has, so they announced a lockdown, and her ex went to the school and picked up her kids from the school, snatched them away so that he would have them during the lockdown. So she said that, that he has stolen our sons from school today. So obviously a very rare. What the fuck? Yes, that's, I don't think that's in the custody agreement. No. Um, so that's that's a harrowing as well. I mean, look, oh, I told you yeah. some of these were were some rough situations. This is an unprecedented situation. Lockdowns, yeah. quarantines. Right. right. Um, so I think my like we've told my kids a couple of times like this is a big deal and it has never happened before to us. Right. So like right. we're all figuring out. So cut me some goddamn. Stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so brush your teeth and go to bed. <laughs> exactly. It's an absolute nightmare. Like. 
buddy, like, I don't want you to be nervous, but, you know, realize that I'm nervous, okay? Yeah. So, yeah. Just, everybody chill it. Yeah. Um, so, so Bentini80, who's a very loyal, and literally every single time I ask for uh, a response or ask a question for the podcast, she, she'll send, like, eight boxes worth, like, just a nonstop novel. Like, thank you for your participation. But this is a long one, too, but it's crazy, right? So, she's like, not only is she due with her second baby in three weeks, she can only have her husband in the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But at least she has her husband, although who knows, a couple of days ago, maybe that has changed. I don't know right. where she lives. She said, we can't have visitors at the hospital or afterwards. And she's like, it's kind of a weird and eerie time to have a baby. Every time they go to the hospital, like visit the doctor or whatever, they get screened in the parking lot, just getting from the parking lot to the door, they get screened. Right. And it's the circle of life. She has a grandmother who's 93, who's in a nursing home that usually gets several visits a week from her, her sister and her mom. Um, and they can't go. And the grandma no. is, like, confused and doesn't really yeah. understand, like, just two sides of the coin, right? Like, the, the having yeah, a baby yeah. must be terrifying right now. And the grandma, the older people, right, especially the ones that are kind of, you know, losing it a little bit or, or yeah. just isolated and, and can't. Like, my parents, I can talk to and FaceTime and stuff, but somebody in a nursing home probably doesn't even know how to use that stuff, right? So well, we, had a, we, we had a really... Um, yeah, it was a crazy thing happened. Our one of our um, sitters, I guess, or the person who takes uh, my oldest kid up to ballet into the city, like two or three times a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she she's older, and um, you know, all we need is a person to kind of take her on the subway there and take her on the way uh, and bring her back. Um, but she's older, so she's seventy five plus, um, yep. and she lives by herself. And uh, the like, so a week into it, my wife is texting with her and she's hey just checking in are you okay and she's like actually like i haven't been outside in like three days and i'm kind of feeling weak and blah blah, blah. and so we're like oh wait wait do you need food and stuff and we yeah, yeah, yeah. came over and she all hadn't really been eating and was too afraid to go outside and oh my god it was like it really kind of it kind of it, it hit home that um you know what they've been saying about just like check in with people no matter yes. what you know what i mean just kind of like hey what's up you cool good or you know whatever it might be is it's it's important to do just because you never know and it, it was amazing because you know she later confided that she just hadn't been out and she wasn't really basically eating for like two days or so oh and she, you, know, you can't you no, can't that's why you're weak it's not corona well, well, there we go. I mean, but that, but that's obviously one of these, the impacts of shutting everything down. And, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out this. It's a very much of a blunt force strategy to kind of just shut everything right. down, but they're, they're trying to figure it out. So, so yeah, definitely, um, definitely check in with some folks. It's always nice though. Like, cause there are those stories on social media of somebody like helping out an older person or like getting supplies for somebody who can't leave their home. You know, and then there's the guy in Tennessee who bought all the hand sanitizer. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, there's, there's oh, oh. everything is, is kind of happening. There's another, um, there's another amazing video just before we go on of, like, just this couple buying everything in the dollar store. Like, they have yeah. these two pallets, and they're loading it in their truck. And the people, everyone now at this point is like, dude, there's plenty of toilet paper. Yeah. Water's going. Well, everything's is fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just give it, give it like in my super, at my supermarket. There's tons of toilet paper. Okay, why don't you send some over my way? No, you know what? It's forty five dollars a roll. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. After talking about all the positives, it's a nice. subscription service. Yeah. Um, so Captain Sharkbait says that that she was unable to go see her dying slash now gone grandmother. Oh man. An uncle was sent to the ER during a potential heart attack and had to go alone. No one could go with him. 
and a cousin whose mother couldn't see her at all while giving birth and having her first kid. Boy. So um, somebody, uh, I guess a, a KSU Julie messaged, or I saw on her, I can't remember if she messages her, but I saw on her social media where she, somebody in her apartment building, um, her grand, or maybe it was at the grocery store, a, an older guy was like, I had my first granddaughter or whatever, and he's going crazy, but he was saying, he's like, I can't see her. Right. Right. Like because of social yeah, distancing totally. and because of the birth, yeah, I can't yeah. go near my newborn, but he was Aww. still super excited. Um, you know, so life goes on, you know, Pete? Well, hold on a second. This, this Captain Sharkbait, I mean, what the hell? That's insane. That's yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot I mean, of is, stuff to hit. This is, this is heavy, heavy stuff, but uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, I mean, sorry, man, I'm with you. Thinking about you, man. So uh, Agata.Rock, R-O-K, says that they can't get slots for grocery delivery, that yesterday she had a mental breakdown because they live in a flat without a garden and they're surrounded by houses with gardens and her kids just want to go outside. And it's like, yeah. we got nowhere to go and we're not going outside. We're certainly not going to the neighbors being like, can we use your garden? Well, now, hold on a second. Are you, are you, when you, you have an outdoor space, are you, are you only going in that space or are you actually going outside your front door and, and walking around? So I occasionally, because... Because we are, we're going out, we're on the street. Every day we gotta you, go. You we can well day. because yeah, my yeah, wife no. hasn't been feeling well, right? Yeah. Like I've been going occasionally to the bodega or whatever to get some soup, or I go to Walgreens to get some medicine or whatever. Um, you going so, to the bodega to get soup? Are you desperate for coronavirus? Well, or, it's just uh, nearby, and I'm not. I'm not trying to leave her alone with soup? the kids. I gotta go. She's in the room by herself, and the kids yeah. are doing yeah. stuff. I can't like oh. leave for two hours to go grocery okay. shopping. We oh. had a, a good friend who went grocery shopping for us and dropped oh, there us up our front door. There we go. Which is really nice. Um, and a, case, a couple of times we've gone to, not the playground, but like um, basically like a, a paved park, right? And yeah. we've like scooted around and yeah. like played tag and stuff outside there. And there are other people around. And, you know, besides like I'm tackling them and rubbing my face on them, but like kids aren't touching them <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of like, let me borrow your sleeve and just like letting huge rips go. Yeah. Um, so Stephanie Rhiannon, who I made fun of for um, being a Fleetwood Mac fan, actually told me, She's not a Fleetwood Mac fan, but her parents were. So it's not like a made-up handle. Oh. Rhiannon is her middle name, apparently, um, which is pretty intense. Um, she says her grandmother is about to be 80, and she in- keeps insisting on going out. Physical therapy appointments, uh, yeah. different stores. She's not taking it seriously, and she lives with her husband who has kidney issues, right? So, like, there's the young kids who are going to, like, spring break and not taking it seriously, and then there's a contingent of older folks who maybe they're just like, ah. I had a good run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? Maybe they don't care. But then the, this, the other challenge is, is if you work, if you live with somebody or you have a job that is deemed essential, she said her fiancé is a mechanic, and mechanics are deemed essential. Yeah. And, he's, and, and I guess all sorts of morons come in. One guy wanted to get his Bluetooth reconnected on his car. <laughs> I can't get my Bluetooth to connect to my phone, to my Can car you, or whatever. Can- can he just, like, take a moment and be like, sir, on behalf of the entire world, like, you are a dick. Yeah, <laughs> you, know what you mean? are just, a like, huge Hand out, like a, like, a pandemic dick card. Like, we should be able to <laughs> they just should have give those. someone. You know what I mean? Just be like, here, from one human being to another, you are a dick. So, Lucky Stars <clears throat> 4583 manages a restaurant in Ohio. All the non-essential businesses have been ordered to close, but... Yeah. Hers isn't, right? Hers is essential. Her husband is about to get laid off because of the economy right. and what's happening. Right. Um, and she's just like, it's impossible for me to socially distance. I work shoulder to shoulder with my coworkers. We serve hundreds, if not thousands, of guests a day. Thousands? Eh, well, what is this? Is this a Michelin, 
How many missions out of garden even better? <laughs> it might be. No, hey, look, uh, if your I, business is thriving, that's great. But she's yeah. just like, you know, I'd rather be the one home because her husband is an extrovert, but he has to stay home with the kids. It sounds like my situation where, like, my wife would be better staying home with the kids, but right now I'm forced to be the one to yeah. do it. Whereas if she were better, I would have fucking hightailed it. Alaska? Yeah. Is this thing in Alaska? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it is it possible to not socially distance in Alaska? There's like nobody Mike, up there. Those Somebody's child mortality those child mortality rates are going to go skyrocketing starting <laughs> starting in in your apartment uh, probably <laughs> yeah. weeks. So um, again, so the, those were some of the the, the kind of more uh, harrowing stories. But there's a bunch of people who wanted to talk about whether they were sick or what it's like knowing somebody who's sick. And so Aladora underscore Aladora underscore says she's she's a teacher so she teaches her class virtually okay thank you good. for that thank um, you that's huge for us too yep and she's also homeschooling her four kids oh so she's teaching a class virtually and homeschooling four kids and she's having a corona test on uh thursday because she's she's feeling the symptoms oh man godspeed yeah here's hoping man knock on wood Christine Turner-Lang woke up with tight breathing, cough, headache, and ears ringing, has asthma, and two kids. She was getting a test um, on, on Monday or Tuesday. M. Plahuta, 0614, asked me this question, and I don't understand why. Do you think, meaning me, do, yeah. I, do I, Dad and Barry, the guy with yeah. you know, a huge social media empire. No discernible skills. No skills right. or knowledge on anything, says... Do you think when mosquitoes come out in a month, they'll be able to pass it along? I don't fucking know. I hope not. I hope not. Hopefully, Listen, they can only catch it. If there's one thing that I know mosquitoes can do or are really good at, it's just fucking everything up. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what they do. They're horrible in the summer evenings when you're trying to have a good time. Here's so the thing. That. If they have corona, they're not that much worse. They're already, it's already <laughs> yeah, like they have. Like, they're already yeah. the worst. Right. They already they're are. not more the worst. They, but I yeah, you're hoping that. I, that I wonder if, if if there's any species on this earth that most likely be able to stack viruses. So some can have West Nile plus a little corona. Yeah, yeah right. A little stack corona them. cocktail. Yeah, a little stack of viruses. Um, so there's a, a, a lot of people who um, are doctors or nurses or first responders and that kind of stuff who can't help being around sick people. So. KT8857 says she's in isolation currently with symptoms because she's a paramedic and probably got it at work. Um, so I did want to mention, so um, some of the moms that I know on Instagram started an account called Masks for Heroes, um, where they're driving, um, trying to get charitable contributions to try to get personal protection equipment like masks and gloves and supplies for doctors and nurses and stuff who need them. So you can go to Masks for Heroes on Instagram or you can go, I think there's a URL, Masks for Heroes, and find out how you can contribute um they not only do they you can you find out how to contribute you can request um supplies like if you're a doctor or you work at a hospital or something like that um so they're always looking for people to contribute making masks or donating and that kind of stuff because one of the things we constantly hear around here is that there's no masks um yeah. no ventilators yeah um and all that kind of stuff so that's the thing like mr rogers said pete you know look for the heroes Right? Yeah. Look for the people who are trying to help. Is did, that what it is? Did he look say that? Helpers? Did he say look yeah. for the heroes? I think he said look for the helpers. Like when there's a tragedy, how do you talk to kids about it? Be like, yeah. don't focus on that. Focus on the people who are trying to help when the tragedy happens. Got and it. that's what Masks Got for it. Heroes is trying to do. So go check it out. Oh, and they're trying to get to 10,000 Instagram followers because when they do, 
you can do a swipe up in your stories, which will make it easier to like link to different places that are looking for help and that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, so that's my good deed for probably the next All five right, years. There you go. Good job. Um, so a bunch of other people did say, so Gracie's mom says she's a nurse and she lives with a stepmom who's also a nurse. They work in Bronx hospitals. And as you know, New York City is basically the epicenter yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and she said after her shift, they take turns sleeping in the basement to protect the two-year-old that's oh in the house. God. That's so scary. Oh she's like, they're just waiting for one of them to come up positive. And that's the thing with like me, right? So like my wife has been sick for a while and I've been taking care of her. We're isolating as much as possible, but somebody needs to help. And it's like, Odds are, like, if she has it, which her doctor diagnosed her with it, even without a test, then I probably got it. Um, yeah. So then me staying isolated and, like, not going out and, like, mixing around with people becomes really important, too. Right? So well, I hold, wear gloves everywhere and a mask when yeah. I can. Well, hold on a second. I think one of the symptoms is, like, extreme anger. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, I've had it my whole life. And, and irritation, unbelie- uncontrollable irritation. Hating, so. your, hating your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is a... There's one unique, like, uh, <laughs> attribute to this coronavirus, and it's if you have kids, it's unbelievably grating the sound of their voice in the morning. You know what? Know. You can take the coronavirus out of the guy, but you can't take the guy out of the coronavirus, right? Does that yeah, make sense? Not really. No. Um, Arlene, Arlene D P A R L Y N D says she's 25 weeks pregnant and she's Ugh. been sick for 11 days. Or she was sick for 11 days. She was 90% sure it was COVID but couldn't get a test in, because she could still breathe without a respirator. So this is the, the thing we dealt with with mom and buried. So yes. she's been unable to get tested first because if you don't need to be hospitalized right. um, or you're not, your symptoms aren't severe, then we can't get you tested. And then New York just cut off tests. So just basically like if you have symptoms, assume you have it. Like yeah. we don't want to bring people around to other people who right. are sick. You don't want to take that chance. The concern with mom and buried is because she has uh, she's high, at higher risk is if this thing lingers around in your system for so long and then it does and your body's been fighting it for like two weeks and then it does take a turn for the worse is your body too depleted to fight it right, when that right. happens or whatever but you know hopefully her symptoms don't um get yeah. worse from where they are right now and and we make it through but uh good luck arlene dp and anybody else who needs a yeah. test and can't get one um hopefully this thing slows down soon but i don't know Aguera says her toddler has assumed coronavirus, which I think is sort of the same thing, like without getting a test, because they wouldn't give the test to him either. But his brother has leukemia and is coughing, right? Oh and it's like, God. she's like, we still can't get him tested. Mm. The thing is, they say that if you get a test, like, unless you need a ventilator, right, you basically right. just need to self-quarantine, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. treat it kind of like the flu. Don't take ibuprofen because that, I think, suppresses the fever yeah. when you actually want it to, like, burn out or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but... It's it's a mess. Um, but and, you, know, the, you know, I think I think part of it is just the you know I think what uh, we've been hearing certainly from the New York governor uh, Andrew Cuomo has been yes he's I, been I think great. he's been awesome uh, is that we just need to know what's yeah I mean you knew from you know I mean I I just in the pit of your stomach two weeks ago you know what I mean when you're like hold yeah, on yeah. a second like it's been everywhere New York City like. Yeah, I mean, there's you're no, not going to get I mean, you have yeah. JFK and you have, new, like, you two international, there's no possible way this isn't going to become the epicenter. And the fact that there were no tests around, it, I felt like we were in the episode of Chernobyl, where it's like, oh, my God, oh, we have 11 tests, or, like, 11 yeah. tests came back positive. How many tests do we have? 11. Oh, yeah, not, exactly. not good, not bad. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> no, no. It's like, so I think the more people we know, because what he said today, I think, was interesting, which was just figuring out who actually is through it 
or what yeah, like, who yeah, can yeah, kind yeah. of get back in the mix and again like to your point we don't know yeah we don't know what we imagine don't, we though imagine it's about. almost like if you have it if you had it and now you're immune to it if that's actually the case like you yeah. walk around like fucking superman at this point like fuck yeah <laughs> walk into i'm going like to spring break if that happens you go like this what's me? up yeah. but you can still carry it i think even if you're yeah uh, but you can't you absolutely cannot be a dick what was that guy's name in the nba who did it? Who was French? Oh, Rudy Gobert, who like licked the mics and stuff. Yeah, he licked the mic and like, and, like touched and he, them all. And he, he was the that first was before person. it got super real though. It was like the day that before was the night the of the day before yeah. they shut down the NBA. Was yeah, that because he tested positive with it. Yeah, <laughs> and then so did everybody else in the locker room. I guess. Yes, but anyway. um, anyway. so good luck to you guys. We got some suggestions from people for how to cope, or or some or or them wondering how to cope. Um, Bill D'Amica, who's who's a patron. Um, and a, a very loyal guy to the podcast says it's just he's just two kids at home with two parents working from home. Not good. Both have coughs too. a lot of fun, which I think is something everybody can relate to with or without the coughs. It's not a lot of fun having to work from home and homeschool. Everybody's in the house at the same time. Steve Rouch wonders how early in the day you can start drinking. You know what, Steve? Very early. You do you. Very there's early. a there's a meme going around being like coronavirus or the quarantine is like airport rules. If you want to have like a yeah. uh, a drink at seven a.m., <laughs> knock yourself out. Airport rules for sure. Yeah, Ali Bilchek said her husband had to go for a drive because the kids tracked the dirt into the clean house for the hundredth time. He was just like, <laughs> I'm telling you, he's like, I'm telling you, step out. It's like that airport rule that I'm suggesting. It's like if your kid um, is caught with slime in the living room, it's okay. Like if, if child mortality yeah. happens, it happens. We, you know, it turns out we actually have five kids, and we're down to three. Wow. The other two just wouldn't listen. Greg, R.I.P. Yeah, Greg. Greg with three Gs just wouldn't <laughs> listen to that no slime rule. But I will say, I've been working, and I have a, my fortress of solitude is my car. I'll literally go, not go anywhere. I'll just go into my car. I haven't done that yet. And, and take a call or be able to, like, just sit. Like, like, uh, I mean, like in idea. Garden State, I'll just sit and just stare yeah, yeah. as the world goes by in front of you, yeah, you're exactly. so glassy-eyed. Yep. Yeah, you are a lot like Zach Braff. That's right, I am. Um, so under the coping section, Marta.m3 just wrote, she, she didn't know she was being put under the coping section, but I asked for, like, if you have any tips for surviving it, and she just put one word, iPad. <laughs> 100%, I'm in 100% agreement. Last week... My kids got so much screen time that first week, when especially yeah. when my wife was was feeling her worst. Um, and now is a little bit more structure, at least for my fourth grader with the remote classroom. Um, right. But my uh, so we did the Hammerhead virtual speech therapy today, which he didn't uh, have all last week, and that was fun. He actually, I think he was excited that it was over the computer because yeah. he stayed laser focused and like did it all. Um, yeah. Maybe that will wear off. But I was really worried that he was just going to be looking around and like seeing where I am and where his brother is and stuff, but. He stayed focused, which was great. But the iPad, I think, it's essential, right? I can't imagine, like I said earlier, I can't imagine going through this with, uh, like, a power outage or no internet. Yeah. If this happened in, like, 1988. <laughs> no, it would be it'd be game over for sure. I mean, like, yeah, no. Um, Ray O'Kate says she deep cleaned parts of her house, tried some homeschool lesson plans, and just said, ah, fuck it. Yeah, it's enough. <laughs> Who cares? I tried. Hey, listen, you know what? That's when you... You pop the wine and you put your feet up and you're like, "Hey, I yeah. gave it a shot." If it's 10:30 a.m., what are you gonna do? Who cares? 10:30, yeah. Hey, listen, it's 7:30 a.m. Who cares? No judgment here. Yeah. So, so we talk, the homeschooling work from home thing is is again, it's it's 
kind of been on the back burner for me because of my wife. But once she is better, it's all I'm going to be talking about and bitching about going yeah. stir crazy, but also the homeschooling and having to work from home and doing those all at the same time. Yeah. Um, we're trying to procure some kind of desk so that like I can have a desk and my son can have a desk. And right, right now we're both next to each other at the dining room table. It is not a recipe for success no. for anybody. Um, so the great Dane 2013 says it's a nightmare homeschooling my seven year old, but trying to work full time. 100% agreement. She says, send rum. I don't, I don't drink rum. Do you? Not really. No. Like when I'm on vacation, if I get like a pina colada, maybe. Yeah. Or a but there's daiquiri. also like, oh, oh, you know what? The the only uh, dark and stormy. There we go. Yeah, uh, I don't really like those. I, every once in a while, I'll dabble. I'll dabble. You, well, the other thing is, is you gotta kind of get the right rum because you get the like yeah. the white rum, and that's like Bacardi, and it's gross or whatever. Yeah. Like other rums that are white. Me, our mutual like, friend Tim. Uh, me and Tim once went to a party at uh, Ron Bacardi's son's house. Okay. And we went and we got, you know what? That's out. a great story. We got, <laughs> we got blacked out drunk and Tim yeah. left his keys there. And the next morning we had to drive back to Boston. This was in Worcester. We were visiting somebody in Holy Cross and we had to drive back to Boston because he was dropping me back off at school and he realized he didn't have his keys because he left them at the party. So we oh, had man. to go back to this dude's apartment and like wake him up at seven in the morning. We were like, he was a raging party. So we were hung over. I'm sure he was too. We were like, there no way we're getting these keys. We had to break into the building. I boosted him and he, get into a window to get in the building and then we knocked on this dude's door and he fucking opens the door he's like oh, your keys no problem and he runs and gets the keys he had them in two seconds and then on the way home uh we pulled over on the side of the road and i puked while uh, whipping post by allman brothers was on on the mass pike nice on the mass pike on the mass pike you yeah. piked uh, you, you you actually like on the shoulder you puked on the yeah shoulder? yeah i believe so yeah i don't know i don't remember look you know what? It's not poking puke. holes in my story. It was, sh- it was 1994. Okay. Ugh. God, right. that's gross. Did um, they have cars back then? TNZ plus three said that they just got word schools are closed for the rest of he- year in Virginia, which hasn't been announced here, but I'm anticipating it. Yeah. yeah that yeah. you're not going to be going back to school. And the, and the thing that is toughest about that, I think, if you're a senior, um, right, you miss out on like all oh, of the yeah. last like two, three months of your senior year. Oh, yeah. Well, That's, I mean, the, well, first of all, it's it's hard for my middle schooler is, the, does the middle school to high school transition. Yeah, yeah, same thing, right? Yeah, she's leaving grade. one school to go to another. <clears throat> I mean, that same with like, you know, the fifth graders and all that stuff. And so, yeah. it, I mean, the whole, look, I just keep, my wife keeps freaking out about it. She's like, what are we going to do? I'm like, every single person, yeah. not in the United, not in New York, not in the United States, but in the world is going yes. through the exact same thing at the same time. Can and I that's, that's what's kind of that's really kind of amazing. That's I think the most amazing part about this. It's like every time I think like oh like I'm on a call and my son runs in talking about Legos. Yes, it's universal. Like, Dude, every like there's it's not like here is one thing, but like in Singapore, or like Europe, it's something else. Like Dude, everyone's home. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Like so like today, calls from their car. Today I had a conference call and like I like went dark for like 10 minutes because like my kids left their play area and came and were bothering me and all this shit. And I went back yeah. and I'm like, sorry, man, like my kid, she's like, Oh, don't worry about it. Like my kid did the same thing like 10 yeah. minutes ago. Right. So like, yeah. this is the way it is. But can I suggest that the transition is going to be tough because people are just suddenly, you're not going back to school and then you're going to a new school. You need to study um, the Marvel cinematic universe. All right. So uh-huh. 
at the end of Infinity War, Thanos snaps his fingers and half the population disappears, right? And then um, during during the end game, spoiler alert, the good guys win and everybody comes back, right? But how do they handle it? Because five years has gone, but these people have an age and they came back. Right. So then Spider-Man Far From Home shows what happens. It's called the blip. The big gap uh-huh. where everybody disappeared and some people came back and it was very confusing. But I tell you, the scholars I think are going to be studying the MCU. Wow, how to you implement might... this? You really? This? Wow, thank you for taking us on You're that welcome. journey. Into well, you know what? Somebody thought I knew about. I don't know about mosquitoes. <laughs> no, but I know you about don't. superhero movies. You don't know anything really about any sort of medical advice whatsoever. What you do know about is so specific. Let to me the tell Marvel you, Marvel Cinematic Universe that it's if they made, almost completely useless. If instead of Ant Man they made Mosquito Man, I could have answered that person's question. You could have. I bet you is, there's got to be a. There uh, probably a is somewhere. It is probably delightful. Yeah. Um, K. Will Seven says. Kwell thirty seven says having homeschool on top of everything else has been the hardest. No shit. Bale underscore uh underscore hey says our son threw up pancakes and bacon all over his mini trampoline during recess. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. My daughter Lady J P says my daughter filmed my filmed me doing yoga and then turned it in as her gym video. <laughs> These kids. Carrie Woodhouse says, working from full, from home full-time with three kids is harder than I ever imagined. I have less time, right? So there are people yeah. who are like, I'm so bored. What am I going to do? I have less time. That's not the right. case if you have kids, especially if you have kids and a full-time job. I talk really to, hard. It's funny. I talked to someone today who is just uh, someone who's in Europe, and they go, uh, you know, I'm in my apartment. I'm in. Uh, I'm by myself. <clears throat> and so I all... Like, when I go out to walk, I have to go walk by myself, and then I come back into my apartment by myself, and I'm like, stop, stop talking. You're like, I get it. You have an amazing life, and I'm <laughs> jealous of you. Stop well, it, it must in. be lonely. But his point, his point was that he was super lonely, and I was like, just shut up. What I wouldn't give yeah, to be lonely for five yeah, minutes, you son of a well, bitch. And that, that's all I think about when I'm in my car, just just sat there, parked, getting You're loving it. Just getting a ticket. <laughs> just just letting it, it happen. Just it's all it worth happen. it. Yeah. Ryan Such, who I think has been following me on Twitter since like 2010, this guy. I think and his wife too. He's been very loyal. He said his wife stole his desk. This is the situation I'm having. He said, oh. I freelance and she makes the real money, so no argument. For like for me, like we have very limited table space, desk space, where we're gonna work and all this stuff. And um, it's really jockeying, like no. who's gonna get what, who's gonna use what. To me, it seems pretty, to me, it seems pretty straightforward. It's like, look, you've been working at this desk for probably a few years. Uh, your wife needs a desk, so you compromise, and she gets the desk. I mean, it's really straightforward. You just well, that's get what he said. out of my desk. This it's is my literally desk. what this he is said. My desk. I know. I'm just saying that's how it's prison rules up in here. Prison rules. This is one of my favorite comments. So S.C. Rourke says. I'm just forced into being a stay-at-home mom. Fuck trying to homeschool the spawn. I'm no hero. <laughs> you know what? Know your limitations. I wish I yeah, did. Exactly. But the concern of like, of, and it's really great that the, the, a lot of these schools, especially around here, have been able to do the remote classroom thing because, uh, yeah. you know, it would just, it'd just be anarchy without oh, some kind of structure. I had, it's so funny, my, um, my son is in kindergarten. He's in this dual language, Spanish-English program. Oh we're, we're like, whatever, who cares? Like, at this point, we're like, who gives a shit? Yeah. We're public school. But um, this one mom in this group was just getting completely bullshit. This day, 
it's day one. At the end of day one, she was like, what's going on? The teacher's not on, you know, not oh, there. right. Like, I'm, this is probably her only kid. And I'm just like, dude, like, what? Just chill. Like, literally got super, like, tried to start a revolution. It was day well, one. She, you know, she's going through some stuff out. herself. No, I know. Anxiety I know, affects people in different ways. But but she was really pulling. A, she was pulling a Spartacus moment. Like, who's with me? Like, yeah, and everyone was like, no. Everyone was like, you know what? It's day one. It was a little chaotic, so, but it was day one. Yesterday was day one, and we he happens to have science on Mondays, and like we had to watch a video about here's what your science project is going to be, and yeah. it's some elaborate thing where you have to make a huge tray of Jello and put index cards and straws and pipe cleaners together, like. I don't have this shit lying around my house. I bet your <laughs> yeah. wife does. But my wife posted a whole thing. She's like, craft scores aren't essential. Like, we're not open. We're not going right, to a craft right, store to right, get a pipe cleaner. It's like, bitch, right. you cray. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. everybody chill. We're not going to do this. And I told my son. He's like, he really wants to do it. The one thing he really wants to do. I'm like, buddy, uh, we're, gonna be, we're not going to be building anything where we need to go get supplies. But I, though I did order printer ink, finally. Oh, there we go. So I need some of that. Um, check your kids at the door. Whatever you start. do, Mike, Mike, whatever you do, don't order those supplies, you know, online or anything like that. Cause there aren't cards online. No, oh, no. Yellow. yellow you know what? They don't come quick enough for the assignment, yeah. bitch. Everything is on back order. I'm not going to oh. make some Amazon guy put himself Jell-O's in on back order to get index Jell-O's cards. on back order. Oh, I can snap your neck. We have <laughs> Jell-O. Pipe cleaners. Okay, good. You know, good. Yeah. You know what? You son of a bitch. It's all right. You guys are all set with when, when mom and Barry is healthy, she's gonna come on here and she's gonna she's gonna land you for that she's one. Get, get, give me what for, huh? Check your kids at the door says that his son refused to eat anything but goldfish for three days. Just because he needs routines and without him, it's anarchy. Cats and dogs do? living together. Let him do it. Um so to, on a serious note, the last comment we got, Jeanette Vivis, I think that's what it is, two V's I S. Said on Facebook, she said, we're stuck at home with a high-risk three-year-old. He's had lung issues. In her experience, she said, it's a nightmare. Paw Patrol and audiobooks cheer him up. He hasn't played with other kids since 10 days and is missing his friends and grandparents. Right. Paw Patrol and Toast and FaceTime calls don't know what else to do. And that's yeah. the thing everybody is dealing with, right? So, like, my kids' school, at, like, a certain time every day, they do a big Zoom video where all yep. the kids yep. can just – and it's really annoying being next to my kid when he's doing it. <laughs> Because he just wants to goof around and be an idiot, and all these kids want to do that, which is the whole point. Right. I don't care. It just infuriates me because I'm a piece of shit. Um, even though this, I, I'm saying to you now, I know that this is what it's for. It's for him to get his yayas out and for right. all the kids to be goofy and interact in ways that they can't right now, which is really kind of sad. Um, but it, I don't care. It just pisses me off, and it's annoying. Yeah. Stop being so hyper. Stop trying to make your friends laugh. Yeah. But you, you, I mean, so you're not, you're not getting, but you're getting out a little bit. We have, we've set up a routine where it's, we get out before school starts. Like we go around the block. Yeah, you need to get out of the house all the time though. We do around the block. Yeah, we got it. It's hard though for me because Mama Beardy's been down, right? So it's just me and I I have work when we wake up and all this stuff. So get off my back. Oh my God, I'm not even on your back. Believe me, there's nothing I'd rather do than be on your back. me give you a piggyback? (laughs) Maybe we can do that if we get 200 reviews. All right. Well, there we go. But yeah, you go go getting out, but like, um, yeah, just not 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 doing anything, not touching anything. Oh yeah, that's why we and don't the, go to the playground. And the six foot rule, I gotta tell my five year old always six feet because he just will go up to anybody. Anybody, he's hug. too friendly. He's so friendly. Yeah, too friendly. You gotta get that out of him. No need to be yeah. friendly. Living to you, yeah. 
I know I'm teaching him prison rules. So uh, first I've got him smoking, so he knows the value of cigarettes. And you got to uh, make a shank or a shiv yeah. out of a toothbrush. No, well, first I need to teach him the difference between a shiv and a shank. <laughs> one <laughs> stabs and one cuts. Yeah, come on. Oh, okay. Give me a break now. And yeah, simple stuff. So um, that was our. our uh, that was our big Corona episode, though we did have some comments um, from a few weeks back um, from some previous episodes, right? So on our work-life balance episode, we talked about um, how hard it is to get alone time or even get date nights. And Charles Hamilton wrote in and said, uh, he said, as he's writing the comedy, he said, this is my personal time. He's like, it's 10.32 a.m. on a Friday. I got a half pint of wild turkey, and I'm commenting on 56 episodes of the Dad and Buried podcast. That is some sad personal time you, it, by the way ten thirty-two a.m yeah i know <laughs> he's like i've listened since episode three and always have thoughts but never time to comment he's like now i have free time there we go he said well, he ended know, up with six kids no wonder he has no free time four to 15 years old and you know what's amazing it, what's so like quaint about this comment was this comment was from two episodes ago which i think was like three weeks ago yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a totally <laughs> different world yeah, yeah, and the world is like just completely changed. No, it's he, four weeks ago because we missed that one. He said, he said, um, for a couple times they go to whatever reservation they had, and then they come home, and it's like, come home. What does this mean? You went out somewhere? That's not what that's happening anymore. This is just a different world. Yeah. Uh, Peta Evans says that she teeters on the work-life tightrope. They both work full time. The four-year-old's in kindergarten four days a week. They don't have a day off all together, which sucks. So forget social life. Hey, guess what? You're all together now. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> and look, and then Charles Hamilton actually went to a, to the episode before that and yeah. commented, yeah. true to his yeah. word. Oh, no, he he's commented, commented on, the, on he, we're just, these are the best of. These he are the went, best through, of. He went yeah. through all 56. He, he was true to his word. He went through every single one, yeah. He commented about how uh, all his kids, since he has six kids, and they're all varying ages, four to 15 and there's so many different personalities despite the fact that they're all raised in the same house with the same parents i assume he's had at least 20 different personalities between the six boys depending on <laughs> attitude and circumstance the youngest is the sum of every negative trait of the other five <laughs> with his own twist that sounds like a nightmare yeah it's like serpentor and a gi joe when they took like the, uh, the genes from genghis yeah. khan and attila the hun and hitler and made a super right. villain you remember that yeah, and then was the twins, right? Well, no. Yeah, twins, I don't remember their the names. Were they twins, in they Zardoz? And I don't know if that was the name. Yeah, Zardoz yeah, yeah. might be Sean Connery. Sergeant Slaughter. There's an episode with Sergeant Slaughter. He was really tough where he used his uh, his thumbnail to unscrew something because even his thumbnails were tough. I mean, we all do that. What's the big deal? Oh, no, no, I know. But this was like a really hard one to do, but not for him. Oh. He happened to have a Phillips head thumbnail. Oh, okay, yeah. Easier. And it was a frozen, it was a frozen nut. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was um, a really random uh, reference, Serpentor. Listen, G.I. Joe. I'm, I'm into it. I was into it. I was a big G.I. Joe guy. Who wasn't? There were only three shows back then. He-Man, G.I. Oh, Joe, God. and Thundercats. And they were all oh, fucking great. They were so good. <laughs> Do you remember Man at Arms? Yes. He man, Man at Arms. God, yeah, he was Man so at good. Arms. It was his right hand man, and he his had cat this, like, was really... named Cringer until he turned into Battle Cat. And I thought Cringer was a cool name for a cat. Oh yeah, and uh, man, those were good. Remember theme so tunes? Good. Huh? Theme tunes to shows. Those were good too. I do remember those. You want to sing some? No. Guess what I'm that is? Talking about like lyrics. Is that Night Rider? 
Magnum, Magnum PI. Oh, you're right. That's one of the best. Magnum or the or yeah. the song, the show or the song. Uh, well, I mean, you can say both, but definitely. You know what you can do? You know what you can do right now? Because you got all what? three time in the world. Go binge <laughs> yeah, Magnum. Go binge some Magnum PI. All right, everyone. That's your assignment for this week. Go I would do A team. A team was up there. There's because no A team was cool because the second half of the episode they always built some contraption. Oh my God, it was the best. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was really just cool. BA would come out. There'd be heavily armed men everywhere, yeah. and BA would come out with this like cabbage shooter, just shooting cabbage at people, and people are like, ah. There's never any blood. Even I remember on the, with gunfire. I, I remember a helicopter crashed, like flew into the side of a mountain, and once the the helicopter was in flames on the ground, two sort of coughing men appeared from the wreckage <laughs> as they yeah. as they walked away in their suits. Yeah. Did you ever see the A-Team movie with Liam Neeson and Bradley Cooper? I did. I did. It's it's like seven hours long. It's actually not that bad. It, it, it bombed, but it's not that bad. No, but that's when we got to see uh, Bradley Cooper's real assets. Look, you know what? Keep it that to yourself. Boy, poor that boy man, Michael Fassbender. Jacked. All right. <clears throat> Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Everybody stay, stay healthy out there. Stay healthy. And, stay uh, bored. Stay bored and listen. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come at you next week. It'll not be the same sort special of episode next week, Pete. <laughs> yeah, special this is episode. It. This we'll is let it. you guys April know 1st. later in the week. It is April first. Well, are we gonna put it out on April first, the Wednesday? Because that's actual April first. Ooh, that could be that could be a very sort of April Fool's thing to do. It could, and be. we are a couple of big time fools. fools. So yeah, maybe hopefully we we'll be. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll have a. Maybe the social distancing will have slowed this thing down by next week. Maybe it'll be faster than ever. We you know, know what? I'm going to do some research on mosquitoes. Yep. And I'll find out. I'm going to yep. crack the code. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right. See you, everyone. Peace. Peace.